This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. What a crazy finale of Feed the Beast! We're gonna hear and talk about it. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion. After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Fire! <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of Feed the Beast is called Fire. And uh, for good reason. Very good reason. So we thought it'd be apropos to come in with a song called Fire. Yeah. It works. It's very upbeat. It's like more upbeat than like the episode was though, but it still works. Um, we have Abby Vega returning from her hiatus. You missed me? I know you did. <laughs> Hopefully. She missed the food and wine time. I did, but I come prepared for my contribution to food and wine time. Excellent. Well, uh, there's no easy way to begin this episode, and a lot of this episode, whatever rundown that I had in my mind as this episode was going, just completely went out the window with the last two minutes. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so we're, we're just going to kind of skip around and rather than have like topics and things like that, I just have questions. <laughs> Works for me. I have many questions. So first and foremost, when TJ says it wasn't my fault, it wasn't an accident, what the is he talking mean? about? I know in like the flashbacks of seeing the whole scene of her getting hit, really, unless I'm missing something that's very small, I, I did not notice anything out of the ordinary. Besides, I understood why he was maybe feeling guilty because she was running towards him. So him saying it's not my fault, I kind of felt that as like, it wasn't my fault, him thinking that maybe Tommy thought, like, blamed him or something. But the it wasn't an accident threw me for a loop. Yeah, like, and he also says the word and, right? So he, the, the way he delivers it is just so strange. It 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 wasn't my fault, and it was an accident. Yeah. Like, and it makes me wonder, I'm trying to put the timeline together, so uh, help us out, because you guys hopefully have the added benefit of kind of re-watching this multiple times, and, and thinking about it, we just literally watched it, came in here, and, and, and so my reaction to you, and let me know your thoughts. Okay. And, you was home as well, was that some way this was the Tooth Fairy's doing. And I feel like that would be the only person's doing who it would be if it, if it was someone doing it on purpose. But I don't know what in that flashback or what in that little book he did. I felt like, I know you said that you saw something, that there was something in that picture book he made. No, I didn't say I oh, saw it. You, you saw I it. literally scoured the internet as fast as I could for like any explanation. Yeah, and that was one of them that there was some sort of hidden message, maybe. Yeah, but, but, but I what it was, I didn't see. Yeah, that's I what know. I'm saying. I have no idea what that was. And they built up with that the entire season of him having these kind of little moments of seeing the birds and the crash and different things like that. But there's nothing that I can think of. of in that flashback of something that was giving us a clue of who it was or why. Well, the, I mean, the only thing I can sp- reason why I gravitate towards the Tooth Fairy is because we've seen a hit and run before from him. And 
uh, I want I want to offer you kind of your thoughts on the finale in the season. But here's my kind of perspective on it after seeing this. I think this is a like a weirdly AMC AMC's attempt at a Shakespearean type of play where it's it's the it's a tragedy in the sense that everything Dion's made, all of his mistakes, all of his all of his um, shortcomings have led to this. And that's the tragedy. So much so that if he just let Tommy negotiate with the Tooth Fairy, that could have saved everyone. Once and for all, maybe. And he just couldn't do it. And he, and then he messes it up, and this is what it leads to. And they're all dead. That's it. And that is, and you're saying that's kind of related to how Reed died, too. That was his fault. That it was, if it was the Tooth Fairy, it was because of his mistakes. Him setting mm-hmm. it on fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the way I. That's the way I choose to interpret this entire See, season. If there's not another season, I like that theory, and I like to have that because I feel like that gives me some more, like more of a closure of okay, it all leads with them just one tragedy. They're all dead, dead. you know. Um, but man, if if that's not the case, there would be so many questions that I don't even know where to start. Well, what, what, what's your what's the question that's burning in your mind? Well, Un- unintended. Well, I'm just. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Like, what, with all the other people outside of it, because, you know, you said that, that Dion, if this was the case, Dion, everyone important to him, he has a kid on the way, so why is Marissa and the, Matt, she's still okay, you know? Uh... Well, we don't know that she's okay. Yeah, number that's one, true. First they, and they, foremost, they left a lot of loose ends with like all the other characters because it ended with just those three, which they're the main people, obviously. But you know, Marissa, Pilar. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I, I, I threw the notion out to Abby. Uh, you know, she was wondering about Pilar and all these things, and I said, "Listen, some loose ends might have to be tied up." <laughs> Hence why I think you're jumping to conclusions now. Everyone's going to die. The Tooth Fairy's going to kill all of them because they're loose ends. Yeah, I just, I don't know. The two, I, I, with Pilar, I always sensed like that soft side with the Tooth Fairy. Even when he found out that she was working at 3-0, I still thought that he had this like friendship almost with Pilar because she was so like kind to him. And I feel like no one had ever been like that with him so genuinely just like kind for no reason i get that yeah i mean there's two sides of it i I can either look at it like i mean you don't get more uh affectionate than what the tooth fairy had for dion obviously it was unrequainted so i could see that side of it but um but it also displays the fact that he's willing at this point just to just say f it and yeah and, and do what is necessary and so if he has to kill Pilar, I wouldn't necessarily put it past him if well, she's a loose end. Well, what was the deal with him putting his dad back in prison or wanting his dad back in prison? Well, it was it was the fact of, okay, if this is how you view me, uh, you don't think that I'm strong enough and whatnot, you know what, then F you. Especially now with the cop 
dead, uh, our friend Guy, which who we'll talk about, then you know what? Go back to prison, and you will get shanked, and then die. Okay, that's so what I that's what fun. I thought, and I thought that he kind of was doing it in the. His dad is at the weakest he's ever been, so he kind of knew that him going back to prison, he would be done. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. But basically, signed his death. Okay. Wow, <laughs> ruthless, Patrick. Yeah, I mean that that was a great scene. He's like, no, he's he wants to go back to prison. Yeah, I was like, whoa. Um, you know, and you just don't say no to Patrick Wojcik. Nope, apparently not. And if you do, you're in trouble. Yeah, I mean, this this, this was a heavy, heavy, heavy episode. Um, yeah, I mean, what happens to Marissa? I don't know. Does she, does she, in some ways, does she just literally just leave town? I mean, what does she have to do here? She can go anywhere in the world. That's I, true. And at this point, unless I am completely forgetting something, because no one really had connected her with Dion and with her dad. So does Patrick even know that Marissa is Patrick, no. pregnant with Dion's baby? I don't think he knows but that she, she's pregnant. But she knows that that's the cop's daughter. Yeah. He knows that connection. Unlike poor uh, poor Dion, who did not know that connection. Yeah. Wow. He's just terrible. That was, that was a great scene, because finally the truth came out, and... Um, He's like, why are you worried about that piece of shit? I know. And I was just like, oh, because if your dad had just passed away and someone is sitting there saying he was a horrible human, like he got what he deserved, that was... But then he flipped the switch and he's like, I know what it's like to lose a parent. I know. But like, what else, are you, what else could he do at that? I don't know. But it was weird because... Apologize maybe for well, yeah. the first time in his life? I know. Yeah, Dion really hasn't ever said sorry. That's a good point. Even when... I guess he he said sorry to Tommy about, but I just didn't buy it really about Re. It was but, more of saying sorry to just say it. But if 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 Dion didn't do what he did, if if he his pride aside, Tommy could have could fixed have, it. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that really frustrated me. That whole scene it bothered me a lot because. Tommy at that point, first of all, he didn't have to be helping Dion because even though he was helping kind of himself too with the restaurant, it was a lot of Dion's problem. And, um, but it just, it's a, it's frustrating that because of Dion, Tommy and his son, like I said, Tommy in this whole situation is, has never done anything wrong. He hasn't lied to anyone. Has no, no, no I don't think no, Yeah. Nothing that we know. Like, Pilar's lied to him, but whatever. They're happy. Whatever. But Dion has done everything wrong, and still it was Tommy being the one to fix it in, a, like, the most sensible way. Yeah, and you know what? It, it was a, it was also a great progression in terms of Pilar and his relationship because he gets the notion from Pilar of, like, you know what? Maybe, maybe Patrick Wojcik isn't a bad guy. Maybe they're, I can mm-hmm. do business with the Tooth Fairy um, as a means of saving this. Yeah. Rather than just like despising him, and I, I really do think he took that from Pilar. Oh yeah, I, d- I definitely think so too. And I was hoping actually when they walked into the room that Tommy was going to close the door before Dion could even go in. Mm-hmm. I was hoping that, but obviously that was too good to be true. I mean, I he Dion would have came in the door. Anyway. Yeah. So. I. Hey. I, I, um. It's it's one of those things. Uh, you know what? Speaking of um, going back to kind of Dion, right? He he tries to get the money from Mr. Moran, and he. This is why I think uh, the theory that I think uh, about Dion and it being really a tale about him and his mistakes is because 
he says to him, like, when, when have you never been in trouble? You were always in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that to me was kind of like, oh, okay, I get it now. But they, I will admit, they did kind of surprise me because every time, um, remember I turned to you when Tommy and Dion have that exchange and he says like, hey, don't, don't get yourself killed. I'm the only one that should kill you. Yeah. Um, I'm like, oh, maybe that's probably the signing of. Yeah. I thought maybe Dion was just going to be, get the boot. Yeah. And then, then the picture comes in with TJ and he says, wait, 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 I got to do this. I love you. Yeah, I was like, seemed, oh, for sure, he's dead now. Yeah, and even when they, yeah, until they actually showed Dion getting back to the house, I was like, oh, maybe I didn't know if Patrick was going to chase them down or anything. I thought Dion was done for. I thought, I, I thought for sure, but they they uh, they managed to surprise us in the most interesting of ways. Yeah, and I guess that makes it 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 makes it not like cooler because you don't want to, but it shows kind of that. Just the person who does those, like, makes the bad decisions and the mistakes aren't the one who's going to be punished for it. It affects everyone around them. So that's, like, with your little Shakespearean thing, you know? Like, it'd be too easy if it was just Dion who, you know, gets killed. And you know what? I I joked about it, right? But be careful what you wish for because if you're Pilar, she wanted a dead husband. She she got a dead boyfriend. Maybe. We don't know. I think that's that's assumed. It's It's implied, right? I mean, listen, um, well, I was going to make some weird segment into the bedroom. You should have easily segued with, you know, he was hiding money in the couch, but you could really hide money in your Casper mattress. (laughs) No, don't hide money. All right. You guys know one of our great sponsors uh, for this entire series has been Casper. And Casper, as you guys know, is a mattress company. Um, they make they make mattresses, right? However, they're not like your typical mattress where you have to go out into the store and like try it out. They sell them online, and they deliver these mattresses right to your doorstep. Now, you may think, oh, well, that is convenient, but how do I test it out? Well, let me tell you. First off, the traditional way of going into a store and testing it out is is just not that... You don't. You can't really know if you like the bed in eight minutes. You no. just don't. No way. Even even if like you could sleep on it in, in an entire eight hours, you still wouldn't know. You got to really try it out. Casper allows you to try it out for a hundred days, uh, risk free. So that's a big bonus. So you get it right to your doorstep, um, and you get to try it out. Uh, it's very soft, breathable. Um, it's so it's amazing. And you know what? Instead of all those high markup prices that these normal mattress companies and, and, and whatnot, these stores uh, have you paying for, no, because it's direct to consumer, they've slashed these prices. Wow. Uh, the the most expensive one is $950. That's a king size. That's unheard of. Wow. That's unheard of. That... Um, you get to see, we, we could pay, pay off Patrick Wojcik. If all we did, you know what I mean? Spend, all spending all the money on expensive mattresses. <laughs> Save um, some and give it to Patrick. Right. But the quality is not cheap. It's uh, spring latex and supportive memory foam that offers you a great sleep. Um, it's breathable, and especially now in the summer nights, um, it keeps things cool. I have one. It's fantastic. Um, people, and whenever I'm not sleeping on it, I legit have people sleeping on my head. <laughs> like, people just like the Casper mattress, so they... My other roommates just sleep on my Casper mattress wow. when I'm not there. It's half annoying, but half endearing. You know? So, 
Um, for which I say, hey, get your own. <laughs> get yourself a Casper mattress. So, you know what? Speaking of getting your own, you go out. You get your own. Uh, all you have to do is go to casper.com slash afterbuzz, and when you go and pay for it, use the promo code afterbuzz, and you get $50 off that purchase. So that ma- this already cheap-priced mattress becomes that much cheaper, and the quality what stays deal. the same. That's what right. What a deal. All right. So, back to uh, back to good old Pilar, who would have loved the Casper mattress. Pilar, I have to say, in the last couple episodes, like, I was very iffy with her throughout the series. Like, she was annoying, and then she was eager. But she's been endearing, you know? She seems very sweet. Yeah. And oh. she, she makes Tommy happy, and I think it was cute to see her interacting with TJ. I thought so, too. And I, I, I respect... I, one of the things I wrote down, I, I respect that the fact that she let them have alone mm-hmm. time, but it's also in some weird sort of way, had she not let that, then perhaps they at least could have lived and Dion would have died. I was actually, I was just thinking that too. At the time, I was like, oh, that's so sweet. But then now I'm like, they just set that up so that those two go home. And... But Laura's safe. Yes. You know, it's just so many questions. Uh... I, I did okay. One of the things to kind of continue veering off slightly. You thought it was the cheesiest conversation Ugh. ever. It wasn't. Listen, even... if a guy did that to you, I could see you melting. No, it wasn't even the conversation that was like. Ugh. It was like the way that they were like still on the phone, like looking. It's like you guys see each other and are still being like, "I'll pick you up now." Like ugh. it was so dumb. All right, so I've tasked Abby. With writing fan fiction for this scene. It's not going to be very exciting. Then you better do better than okay. what they did. Okay. So, Pilar is just sitting in her office. Okay. And Schwimmer comes in. You in there? And then Pilar goes, yeah, I'm in here. And Schwimmer opens the door and, like, puts his arm against the wall with a bottle of wine. James, just play some <laughs> porn music at this point or something. This is where it's headed. Keep going. <laughs> Shimmer comes in and goes, happy to find you here so late. And uncorks death. a bottle. <laughs> okay. And she goes, and she's just smiling. And then, then then he can still say the smile thing. Like, oh, I love your smile. And she's going to be like, what, what are you doing music? here so late? And then he goes, you know, I just saw you in here and had to get my hands on you. <laughs> And then they just, you know, they have a little moment, and he's like, oh, but wait, we gotta go to TJ's thing. And then they bounce. Okay, so I learned, so if you learn nothing else from that segment, is that Abby likes aggressive guys. <laughs> with no tact whatsoever. Like, not even, like, not even the tact, like, I, I, I maybe you could have said, like, oh, I, you know, there's pipes that just need some work done. <laughs> like, I'm saying, if I was sitting, like, in After Buzz... And I had a boyfriend who worked here too, and they came in and they were on the phone with me across the, and like across the room, and they're like, "Hey, you look so cute." And I saw them, and then they're like, "Where are you going, Lane?" Like, it's like just come up to me. I'm right there. Okay. Do you feel that? All right. Yeah. You guys at home vote which which story was better, Cheesy. Abby's <laughs> or what actually happened? Um, I'm glad. I'm glad things were kind of progressing, and I, and I felt like she, 
you know, I, I, with the whole coffee and wanting to take him out, uh, I, I felt like she wanted to tell him the truth. Like she was that that was the setup for it. See, I didn't even take it as that really. I took it as wow, their relationship has been nothing besides talking business and kissing in this restaurant. Isn't that every every relationship? I didn't even take it as her trying to be honest, but maybe she was. Because you could tell she was definitely, it was eating at her and she wanted to tell him the truth. But I didn't take the specific her wanting to go on a walk or get coffee as her time to do it. I just took it as her just wanting to be wooed. Well, I think, well, okay, fine. That, that, that That's a fine way to view at it, but... Um, Part of it is like, it, yes, you can have that conversation there, but obviously she hasn't been able to have the conversation there, and and I don't know, maybe she feels restricted in that place. Yeah. And, then, and you know, if if you know there is an incident, um, then obviously it's just like last time what happened between Tommy and and Dion. The whole restaurant knows about it, right? So if she takes him to go get coffee. Whatever scene he might make, oh, true. sure to make, at least it's outside the realm of That's the That's true, because they had been talking about the thin walls all episode, too. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Let's see. Uh, all right. What about the, uh, what about the counselor? This, this uh, counselor's probing away, trying to figure out this whole gun thing with Andre. I think she knows. Does she, or is she probing? she like... I, I really... I do... Th- I think she knows, um... The reason I think she knew, too, is because she's right before um, Tommy said his answer, she had mentioned, I know when, you know, some, she said when a kid's lying, but I think she kind of meant to say, like, I know when someone's lying, and it's, but it's such a sensitive thing, she can't go up to him and accuse, because she has no proof whatsoever on the situation, so I think she, like, in her gut, she feels like that's what happened, but she can't really do anything about it besides just try to kind of poke at it and see what's up. Well, what did I t- I, I turned to you and I said, that's how you shut it down. Tommy, shut that down. Yeah, he which was, was like, good. He was making me nervous for a while. I'm like, you are not going to actually go and tell that your son did that, right? No, you don't Even do though that. that, like, is, I guess, yeah, the right thing to do, but you had to protect your son, which... I still can't believe that that's what he did with the gun. So much better. Yeah, so much better than what I expected. I was getting nervous, but... Well, you know, I mean, here's the thing. Remember, Tommy doesn't know that literally uh, Andre burned down yeah. that stuff with the tree. That's so true. So... he doesn't. They don't know, like, the half of it and the vandalizing the... Yeah. So... Andre had it coming. Yeah, that little punk. He had it coming, you know, and hopefully this, this sets him straight. Yeah. Um, or, and somewhere, yeah, this is just a crazy <laughs> theory. Is it, because I'm thinking, because remember, or maybe you don't remember because you weren't here last week, but I, I brought up American History X in terms of like the gun and everything. And, and Matt, could, could it be like someone from Andre's, um, I don't think it's, it would be his father, but someone that Andre could know, um, much like, you know, where, where the Tooth Fairy's dad has people while he's on the inside. He's got people working for him out in the streets. Maybe Andre's got people working out in the streets, and that's who made the leak. Made the leak? The gas leak. So oh. take out the family. You think I Andre's knew- behind the leak? And- I'm just saying, it's, I'm not saying that's what I think. I'm just saying and it's a crazy the t- theory yeah. that could be out there. Maybe. That's my American History X theory. Okay. Okay. I can... I don't think that's the case, but 
Maybe. 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 We never know. Um, one of the things I asked you, right, so uh, they're, Dion, and T, Dion and Tommy are both trying to save TJ. And they're, they're like literally like half and half. Yeah. He's in the middle. So whose kid is this? That's going to that's be one of the biggest things that's going to bother me about this, not knowing that. Because, you know, we were talking about it a little before is do we th- – like at this point I truly did – believe when Dion was kind of talking about how him and Re talked how that it was Tommy's kid and there's more of a chance that it's Tommy's kid than it is Dion's but the fact if you have I feel like if you have that question in your mind you're never gonna let that go it's so until you die yeah so it's just like and and I agreed with Dion I don't know about you but when he goes you've been acting weird towards TJ I kind of got that vibe too before Dion even said that Mm -hmm. did you a little bit. So I was like, if, if this is going to really bother you that much, you just need to find out. But at the same time, how scary is that to have your kid and then suddenly be questioning if it's even your kid? So it's like, I totally understand Tommy's side of it, but yeah. messed up situation. Messed up indeed. Indeed. Um, let's talk about Aiden, the father. He is... <laughs> you know what? I... It, we always knew that he loved TJ, mm-hmm. um, and obviously he confirms that today. What? A, what? A, I, I like. I. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but I. But I enjoyed what they did with his character tonight in terms of going against Tommy, calling him Thomas, which I liked, and really pushing Tommy. I don't know. I, I can't say in a good direction, but then again, I don't know if I can completely say in a bad direction. Yeah. Yeah. I. I liked where the character went from, like, when we first saw him in the beginning of the se- like season till now because you truly do. The way that he said, you know, like, TJ's crazy about me and all this. I loved seeing that relationship the entire um, season. And when Tommy was kind of trying to, like, go against TJ, I think he needed Agent, not Agent, 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 Aiden to be like, no, you know, you're not doing that. You know, get whatever. I don't know. I liked it. I grew to like Aiden, which I didn't think he was never someone I hated in the beginning, but I never thought I would like him, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, neither was Tommy. And at least he took his advice. Yeah. Um, which, in terms of TJ and this whole art show, I thought that was the tact- most tactless stuff ever of like his dad is trying to be like invited to the art show. Meanwhile, in front of your dad, you invite. Dion and, to the art show, and you invited his your grand your grandpa. Yeah, but at least like the grandpa, like he invited him separately without. Yeah, like you did. Like two seconds after your dad's like, "Hey, can I come?" And he, what did he even do? Did he like nothing? Like nothing. And then when Dion brings it up, he's so excited about him going, which is I think that might be a thing where you're kind of supposed to. I think they wanted viewers maybe to go towards the direction of Dion maybe being TJ's dad or like making you think that a little because their connections a little better. I don't know. Maybe, but that's a weird way of doing it. Or maybe, maybe <laughs> the fact that I kind of mirroring what um, Aiden and Tommy have, the fact that TJ and Tommy have like probably one of the more world's worst relationships. <laughs> Then it's like, okay, well, they must be father and son because that's how Tommy and and, uh, Aiden are. Yeah, or I was actually thinking, too, just now, is kind of 
Dion's relationship with Ree mm-hmm. is kind of reflected in him and TJ's relationship yeah. a little bit. I don't know. See, there you go. It works on both metaphors. Yeah. Bo- both levels. It does. Um, so, do we think 100% that the gas leak was caused by the Tooth Fairy? Okay. The reason I'm... I'm thinking that there's a possible other person who might have been involved is because nothing the Tooth Fairy's ever done before has been this secretive. You know what I mean? Like, he's a very straightforward. He just walked in to people's restaurant and just, like, shot them. So I'm kind of confused to why they would suddenly have it be this secret thing that he did. Because that's... the whole the, the, A fire was the whole reason why... Dion owed money to Tooth Fairy. No, I know, but I'm saying that, like, he could have done it. I feel like the Tooth Fairy, with the way he's been recently, with his, like, just straightforward with everyone and kind of, like, tormenting them almost before, like, the the cop, he, like, talked to him before he killed him, all his stuff. To me, I feel like the Tooth Fairy maybe would have, yeah, he could have still done the fire thing, but I think he would have let Dion know this hey i'm taking this away from you and then if he wanted to kill them he could kill them let's be honest the tooth fairy has people he could figure but, out a way but remember what's the one thing in this equation love that's true he has you know what i mean at the end of the day he still loves dion, dion. and so maybe he can't do it face to face maybe and the only way he can do it is through this gas yeah. and Again, it's very symbolic of like, okay, you took down my restaurant, I'm taking down yours. No, yeah. Like, cause I, I mean, I can't honestly think of anyone else it would be who would have done this, but it's just very different than any other thing we've seen the Tooth Fairy do. You know what I mean? Do you, do you like understand a little bit what I mean? I get it. I just don't buy into it. Yeah. Just like you don't buy my American no. History X yeah. theory. Like, I, I couldn't come up with any other person right now that I would think would have caused the gas leak. So I'm assuming it's the Tooth Fairy, but it was just very d- different than what he's done before. No. Certainly wasn't Moses. No. He was a good guy. Good guy. Um, I don't... I, uh, I can't think of any other questions that I have. I'm sure there's moments early on in the episode that we should and could talk about, but I don't really uh, know of too many. Early in the episode. Um, I did like how Marissa said, uh, you know, this isn't real. You're not real. And that's all, that's all it's ever been with Dion. It's, it's a fabrication. Yeah. Um, and even tonight, like, we never, as much as we got the truth in all of it, um, or as much as we could, like, it ne- ne- never got to a point where anyone was still being honest with anybody. There's still a kernel, like. Except Tommy, I'm telling you. He is, like, the the core here that everything crappy is happening around him, but, like, it's really not any of his fault. It's not, but that doesn't necessarily make him 100% truthful with everything. Yeah. I mean, he lied to the counselor. Is that truthful? No. Yeah, that's true. So, that is true. That is the one time he lied. I mean, he could lie. He could be, again, withdrawing information. Like, uh, you know, he could talk about all this stuff to his son. Now, yeah, it would probably scar him for the rest of his yeah. life to be like, hey, I'm not quite sure if you're my kid uh, or if you're you Dion's could, yeah, kid. That'd but, be a little confusing. Uh, but again, withholding information is still not, is the same as not truthful. Going back to TJ, Mm -hmm. I am really actually curious about, I, I feel like we must, I don't know if we're missing something in that, in that picture book or in that flashback, because it is so weird that that's what finally got him to talk. 
You know what I mean? Like, there's got to be more to it that we didn't see or are not picking up on, which is it's making me really curious. And I want to know what people think because, do you know what I mean? That is the one, like, finally, he he ran up there. He finished his drawing. That was, like, the conclusion to his picture book. And that's what got him to go down and talk. Well, I, th- I, I think part of it was this was, like, a long day's journey into night type of thing. It, meaning at the beginning when he's having his dialogue with Tommy, Tommy says, you know, uh, are you feeling sadness? Are you scared? Are you feeling guilty? Guilty. Yeah. And he says, it's, you know, it's okay to feel guilty. It shows you have consciousness. It shows you have a heart. And while they're, you know, Tommy thinks they're talking about Andre. They're talking about Rory. At least for TJ. And so that that's what was eating him up was this guilt over um, over Ray, his mom. And so now he says, like, it wasn't my fault. But the what? It wasn't an accident. You're just throwing me for a loop. It's killing me. Hey, you and everybody else. Oh, it's the worst. I got I got nothing. I'm tapped out. Same. I, I can't even... Because we rewatched it, and I there was we nothing... We watched the ending, not yeah, the entire the, episode. Well, like the, yeah, the... Because they finally showed, like, the full flashback of her running into the street and getting hit. It was just... jaywalking. She was. And that car was going real fast, and there was a stop sign right behind it. So they wouldn't have picked up speed that quickly, but, you know, maybe it was on purpose. Hey. That's what I think. Um, So, let us know your guys' thoughts. Let us know your guys' opinion. It has been a fantastic season overall. Uh, so also let us know what you guys thought of the season. I, well, let me ask you this. What, what, you know, do you want a season two? Well, after this finale, I feel like I need a season two. And you think you can get satisfactory? Like, cause it's either right now it could either be a really good ending where they're all dead and it's like, okay, it's just a very tragic tale and it's a great little, um, story over 10 episodes, or we can kind of go into something even darker and, 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 and deeper, because you thought they were going to play poker to make money back. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I'm not. I don't know. I I don't know the mob very well. Clearly, um, no. I mean, like I said, there are just like so many different questions in relationships that I would be curious to see. Like Pilar, would she be honest? You know, what's going to happen with Aiden um, and his health? And would he end up asking Tommy? Is Tommy the dad? Is whatever? But then at the same time, I would. It's like, but I want, like, someone to tell me that that's the ending. Like, that's what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, it's got to be one or the other. It's like, that's that's what we wanted it to be, and then I can be content with that. Okay. Or, there's or so not. many questions. So, I don't know. Well, we'll see. There's no official word on uh, season two one way or the other. So, we're going to be tormented a little bit more. Uh, maybe if there becomes a season two, we might do, like, bonus episodes. If not... At the very least, you can certainly tweet at us. Um, but if uh, I don't think we'll get into too many predictions. Uh, however, we will do our final wine time as you hear the sound of wine being Name poured. More. Sure. Um, and uh, if if this is it, you know what? It's been a pleasure having it you. It has been great. Um, underscore Abby, Abby Vega um, at AfterBuzz TV. And uh, if if this was it. So be it. Bye for now. But we're going to continue with wine time if you want it. No, because there's some people that don't don't care for wine wine time. Yeah, that's okay. So uh, for those people, we're signing them off. Bye, people. Now for wine time, people, I brought...
Pinot Noir. An empty bottle of Pinot empty. Noir. We were a little thirsty. Um, this is Grapes for Donovan Park. Drawn from cool climate vineyards, were selected to create balanced, harmonious wines with aromas of ripe red cherries, hints of vanilla and toasty oak, and a silky finish. Our Pinot Noir was crafted to carry through from appetizer to main course and beyond. And the food I brought in is sushi. I completely forget what the name of the roll is. Sushi roll. But it's good. And they actually said that sushi is usually better with, like, white wines or I saw a lot of champagne but I really like red wine so I found the one red wine that people suggested with it why do you like red wine versus white wine because every time I ask you like can you describe the wine you're like I don't know you know I actually I don't I really don't know I because I used to only drink white wine try I would never give me something there's to me I know that there's like drier white wines I think I've never tried them because I for me, like, the cold sweetness of, like, a white wine kind of is, like, too much for me, okay. if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Okay. So, that's why I think I prefer red. And I, like, you can just drink it room temperature. There what do you, you think go. of the sushi? Sushi's good. Yeah. Um, goes down well with the wine. Did you smell the wine before you drank it? I did. I've been, I've smelled the wine a bit. Okay, um, I can actually kind of... This could be me being like crazy and just because I read it, but like I kind of get like the little vanilla y. Yeah. Yeah, I do. It has a, it has a very soft smell, right? It uh, it takes a while to hit the nostril, if you will. Um, but once it does, it's very pleasant, right? Mm-hmm. It's because uh, there's some wine that it hits you, and you're like, oh, wow, this is um. It's it's it, it's a lot smoother, right? Oh yeah. It goes down a little bit easier, and I would say, kind of in, in terms of drinking the wine, it's very much in that way. It uh, yeah, it always it's it says it's very silky and just velvety. Yeah, soft, soft, soft. very soft. Yeah. Um, so I, I would agree with that. Yeah, and the sushi is delish. All about it. Um, so there you go. That's the, the final, final wine, wine time. Now, the last question. Is oh, this our last time ever on AfterBuzz talking about Feed, the, Feed beast. the Beast? I, You know better than me. You're the one researching. I don't know. I'm not AMC. Um, well, I mean, we've kind of given as many predictions as we could have. Um, I mean, unless we want to actually go into predictions what season two could possibly be. Are you ready to do that? Mm-hmm. Sure, I might as well. Let's go into predictions. You want to go first? Sure. So, if there is a season two in that regard, um, they have to be alive, right? They have to some, yeah, some way there's survive. Yeah, season two. Um, there's no way you can kill off three of your main characters. Um, and the show is so... It's so wrapped around Dion and Tommy's relationship that one without the other just doesn't work. It's like having a Breaking Bad without a Walter White and a a, um, Jesse Pinkman. It's just to me, it just doesn't work. Okay. Uh, So I think you have that now. Could it work without TJ and him be dead? Yeah. That'd be interesting. But it it could work. Uh, You know, so you have that. Um, 
Well, so, so let's assume that TJ's dead in this theory. Uh, Dark. Pilar is going to... She's now... Talk about never being able to tell the truth. Now she can't... She's not going to be able to say the truth to, to Tommy. She's gonna need, He's going to need a lot of counseling through this. Um, and Pilar better be ready to step up. Dion. Uh, he better hope... His whole motive for entire season two is going to make sure that Tommy does not find out that the gas leak was called by caused by the tooth fairy. Because well, that don't would... you think Tommy would just assume that? Uh, maybe, but then he would blame Dion. I know. I feel like at this point, that's what they're. That's why their their relationship would focus on in season two. Is if if we're going to the theory that TJ's dead, Tommy would. I feel well, that's like... my theory. Yeah. You can have your own. No, I mean I like that theory. Like I don't like it, but. It'd be interesting for, like, characters. Mm-hmm. Because I think that their Tommy and Dion's relationship would, like, never recover. Yeah, after And that. they would never know, like, whose son was it. Because clearly Dion had thought of it, you too, you know. He had thought, oh, maybe, maybe it is my son. Maybe it was. We'll never know. At least until there's a season two for sure. We will never know. Uh, I got, honestly, I'm spent. I'm spent. This is a... Uh... It's one of those things, I mean, it, it's tough. I, I, I will honestly admit, to, 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 to watch a finale like this, that and was... to have to go immediately into a studio, and you guys in many ways depend on us to have all these theories. That finale was hard. That's a lot to carry. That was a hard finale. That's a lot. That's a lot. Um, so hopefully you guys enjoyed our, our fan theories, um, you know, and, and whatever else. I really want to discuss this with you guys, so please comment in the comment section. Uh, this is very abstract, um, deserves a lot of attention. You could read it multiple ways, and I, I want to see a way that I did not see before. That's what's fun about this. I do like seeing that. Um, all right, signing off for the last time, at least for season one, underscore Abby Vega. Say bye to the people. Bye, people. Thanks for watching. Um, you can also check her out on, what is it, Unreal? Unreal, Casual, Are You the One, The Night Of, which I'm obsessed with, and Outcast. There you go. Yeah. And uh, check us out here at AfterBuzz TV, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And if you like movies, check me out on Anatomy of Movie over at the Popcorn Talk Network. We'll see you guys. At least on perhaps another (laughs) show. If not, maybe for season two. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 